Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast where we feature awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Find out more about them at LuckyTats.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, just call or text 765-233-2640. Again, that's 765-233-2640. We might use it on the show. Also, join the conversation in our Facebook group. Just search Gone Boss and come hang out with us. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Dr. Courtney Jarrett with Ball State University Disability Services. Our premier sponsor today is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? On March 19th, they will have a workshop entitled, Your Preferences Make a Difference. Who's doing that presentation? It's going to be Dr. Joe. I can't pronounce his last name. Everybody knows him by Dr. Joe Dr. over Joe. there in the TCOM building of uh, Ball State University. Yes, and he's going to be talking about knowing your preferences and how they can make a difference among family members, relatives, volunteer workers, and especially with a team of coworkers. So participants will take the Myers-Briggs personality test. I am an ISTJ, if that helps anybody out there. Participants will take the Myers-Briggs personality test. They'll find out their four letters. So husband, you could find out your own four letters. You'll bring that to the session with you uh, and it'll help you give a stronger indication of your strength of your letters and discover what that means and how that like affects your preferences and how those preferences can affect your workplace and your relationships and all that kind of stuff. If you want to check out your preference, go to SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Dr. Courtney Jarrett at Ball State University, and I know you probably have long titles and all that good stuff, so I will let you tell us about what you do. Uh, My main job on campus is the Director of Disability Services, and then most people know me as the radical feminist that I am, and so that sort of comes from my role as an affiliate faculty member in Women and Gender Studies. Okay. Yeah. So you teach all kinds of fun classes over there. I do. I in the fall I taught a Ruth Bader Ginsburg class and it was life changing. Awesome. So yeah, That's it was cool. really fun. <laughs> Did you also like uh, coordinate a big speaker coming into Ball State this past fall? Helped coordinate. I do not want to take all the credit. <laughs> oh come on. Because I stood up with a microphone and I was like, "Get to your seats, people." Uh, <laughs> And I helped fundraise. But yeah, we had Gloria Steinem come visit campus in December, which also life-changing. I guess everything I'm going to talk about today is just life-changing. But she came out with a new book, and the woman that organizes her speaking events is a, a friend of uh, WGS. And so she called us and said, hey, we want to come to Muncie. And we were like, yeah, we want you to come We'd to love Muncie. you to come, so, please, yeah. Yeah, that was super great. That's so I helped out with that. Cool. Well, I got to go to that. Yeah, It was really cool. It was... Exciting. That made my entire like month year. Uh, it was just so awesome. Awesome. And you got to do like a meet and greet with her before and all I that. I got to of... freaking have lunch with that's, Gloria Steinem. I don't know how many people get to say that. And it was just she's super chill. You know, we're all just like, Gloria Steinem. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Hello. <laughs> 
Hello, I'm so Gloria. it was it was really fun. Like I was telling her about the the RBG class, and we were meeting in Queer Chocolatier in the village, and mm-hmm. so she thought that place was really cool. And so yeah, it was super fun. So since I'm the guy, I get to ask. So why feminism? Why not? Oh, man, I, <laughs> this podcast is not even long enough for that, right? Like, I know your episodes are like 30, 40 minutes, and we need years. Um, the short version is, is that I think that I have always been a feminist, or I have always been a supporter of equality, because that's really my definition of feminism, equality for everybody. But I grew up in southern Indiana in a really conservative area, and I swear that my dad and my aunt were like the only two Democrats in the county. <laughs> And so um, it just wasn't, that was not, I didn't know that was a word. Mm -hmm. And so I came to Muncie and I took a women's history class. And that's when I learned about women and gender studies and then took an intro class with one of my favorite people in the world, Julie Rosser. And a lot of people have a light bulb moment in that class where they're like, yes, now I understand why there's so much inequality and and how that affects me personally and how I want to change that and go out on the scramble light with a bullhorn and, you know, do all kinds of fun stuff. And so it helped me realize that there's a lot of inequality in our culture and then all over the world. And it just helped me find the words to talk about it and show like what my passion really is for helping other people understand what that is and and trying to work towards equality overall. Right. And that's the feminine feminism isn't necessarily like the dirty f word that people think it right. is. Right. I say a lot of other dirty f words. <laughs> Everyone in my life can attest to that. Um and that's what we teach in the intro class is that most people still when they think of feminism they think of like hairy man hating lesbians. I shaved today. I'm going swimming after this, so <laughs> I am not super hairy. Lots of people are hairy and that's totally fine. You wear whatever hair you want to wear. Um I'm also happily married to a dude. Not everybody is and that's okay too. marry who you want be in love with who you want and uh, yeah have whatever sexual identity you want to have that's okay as long as you treat everybody with respect and and understand that they have their own place in the world so yeah there are lots of misconceptions about it Tell me about your other job. So director of disability services means that I am in charge of all of the academic accommodations for students with disabilities at Ball State. What that basically means is that if we have a person that has a physical disability, like a chair user or somebody with a visual issue or a hearing issue, we help put things in place, like make sure they have accessible furniture or alternative textbooks and things so that they can use software to read that. We also have lots and lots of students with non-apparent disabilities, so like learning disabilities Mm -hmm. or chronic health conditions like diabetes or seizures or um, anxiety and depression. And so anybody that feels like they have an issue that affects their ability to be in school and do classwork, they can come and get registered with us and and use accommodations. So 1,200 of them right now. I was going to say, that sounds like it's a big job. It's a big, big (laughs) job. So all the feminism stuff I like I used to call that my daycare fund like when I teach that money goes towards kids stuff Mm -hmm. um so that's what I do after hours for a good time and not that disability work is not a good time because you have to do work that you love or you're just going to be miserable all the time so I love the work that I do during the day it's just different it's a different kind of working towards equality Mm -hmm. so you're not from the area I am not from the area, although I told you guys when I walked in that I have lived in Muncie now for 20 years, which is weird to say. So I'm originally from Bloomington, Indiana. 
although I'm the oldest of four. And so we moved to Martinsville for most of my growing up time because that's where both sets of grandparents lived. And my mom and was like, I need all the help I can oh, get. Yeah. <laughs> with you four. Yeah. Yes. We um, live next door to Matt's parents. So yeah. I, yeah. we understand that. My, so my parents live in Bloomington now, but my in-laws live 30 minutes away. And I don't know what I would do without either of them. Um, lifesavers 24-7. The question that I always get when I share that is, why did you go to Indiana University and I, I love IU. I'm a big supporter of their basketball program, but I would have had to live at home if I went to school. And when you're 18, it's time to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't in your plan to yeah. stay at home and go to college. And no, all that. my parents were like, you can go to IU, you can just stay in your room. And I was like, mm, <laughs> that's not what I think college should be like. No. So I came up here to Ball State and just never left. <laughs> never left. No, <laughs> yeah, no. met my husband and hung out. Now, when Excellent. you came to Ball State, what, what were you going for? Right. Because when you think you're like disability services, that's a major I'm going to major in. Feminism. Yes. That's no. Um, public history was public my history. major. Oh, okay. That's what my bachelor's degree is in. I thought that I was going to work in a museum, to be honest with you. And the public history program at Ball State is super cool. When you get to senior year, you get to do like an internship. You get to work at a museum. And so I spent a semester at the Children's Museum of Indianapolis oh, okay. uh, dressing up like a railroad uh, conductor. <laughs> that was also the year that the Dinosphere opened. So Ooh, I dressed like a paleontologist yeah. and knew nothing about I <laughs> science. What? No. So that was super fun. But that job was a minimum wage job. And so I was about to get married and I was like, I can't live on this uh, and commute from Muncie because that's what I was doing. <laughs> and it so doesn't even pay for gas. <laughs> right. It certainly does not. Um, and my husband, my soon to be husband was in grad school at that time. So we were not rich, whatever the opposite of rich is. That's what we were. Mm -hmm. And so I decided my boss at the Children's Museum had a master's degree. And so I thought, okay, I'll come back. Jason's finishing his degree. I will uh, get a master's degree and then I will go back and, and do museum stuff. That didn't pan out. <laughs> right. I have a degree in church music. Right. So there you go. Right. That didn't really pan out either. yeah and ironically the um director that i worked with for a long time in disability services uh also had a history degree so we just joked that like the ball state department of history is a good pipeline to do disability work so there you go yeah oh. <laughs> all right so yeah. tell us about your family. You mentioned you're married, I and am. I think you have a couple kids, too. I do. Yep. So uh, my husband's name is Jason. We are about to celebrate 17 years together. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Uh, this week. Yeah. Oh. Because of my wild feminist antics, I didn't ever really think I'd get married. You know, some people picture, like, the house and the, the white picket fence and, like, all these. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I met Jason when we were in college together, and it just like all fell into place and so so yeah we got married we bought a house uh we both started working for the university i stayed in school for a long time i have three degrees from ball state we got settled it's real cheap to live here mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so we just decided that you know we would make our our home here and then travel places and and have a good time and do that so um i have two boys i we jason helped uh <laughs> he was involved. I, i'm not taking a hundred percent credit because they're 
they're like yin and yang. And so you can definitely tell once you get to know us who acts more like Jason and who acts more like me. Those of you that know me will get to make up your own mind um, <laughs> or know Jason. What's her so, ages? 10 and 6. Okay. Alex and Abel, they're my double A batteries. Uh, Amy Poehler calls her little boys that and I love that. That's so, awesome. Yeah, double A. What do you guys like to do for fun outside the university? <laughs> I wish I had more time. My dudes have a lot of fun, uh, the Jarrett bros. So they play soccer pretty much 24-7, and they're also really into video games and, and such. For fun, I mean, because they're having the time of their lives, and I'm just schlepping them around everywhere, and well, so yeah, that's Jason. Well, that's our jobs, right? That's what yeah. we're here for. Jason's the ultimate soccer dad. We like to go to the movies. Jason does not like to go to the movies because he thinks everything is just a story that's already been done before. Some people say I mean, that's, it yeah, that's what There's it is. There's nothing new. <laughs> yeah. We just kind of recycle everything. So I think the last time he went to the movies, we went to see like The Lord of the Rings because he really enjoyed those books. And so that was fun. But they was let down because they were. Right. And then <laughs> so we went to see right around the same time, like the last Indiana Jones with like the crystal skull. Thing. Oh, and he sorry. was like, that never movie, again. That movie was terrible. <laughs> I have yeah. to say, we just went to the movies. We uh, saw Knives Out. We saw Knives Out. But Ooh, I saw It was that. really good. Yeah. We really Wasn't liked that good? It, it was good. Yes. But so, like, I hadn't been to the movies in so long. Yeah. I had, I'm like, how do these new fancy chairs work? Like, they, what is, it's how magical. does this happen? That's magic. I have a blanket in my car now just for preparation <laughs> to go to the movies. My bestie Jen and I are movie buffs, so we just saw Harley Quinn this oh, weekend. Yeah. yeah. And so that was really fun. We wanted to screen it because my boys are big Marvel guys mm-hmm. and big superheroes, but I knew this was rated R. Yeah, you're and like, so I was like, Jen, we really? need to go screen it. Yeah. And um, so it's it's a little bit more than like Endgame and some of those other Marvel things. So I don't know. I really wanted to take them because it's all women, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that that's really great. We may just have to wait until Wonder Woman because I'm obsessed with Wonder Woman's and they know that. So they're like, all right, we can go see that. And that one's going to be interesting because they're going back to 1984. Yes. Just kind of like the whole, like the uh, entire inter- entertainment industry seems to be like, oh, you know, we're 40, 50 years old. Let's yeah. go back to the 80s. Yes. That's, well, yeah, it's that's all that like, nostalgia. We are making the movies now. Yeah. So yeah. let's make them and reminiscent we're the of our childhood. That might have money to go out to go to, to go the see movies, exactly. or, yeah. Yeah. or take so. our children. Like, Stranger let's Things. Relive. They're going to redo Ghostbusters this yes. summer. All that. Yeah. Are redoing Ghostbusters? Yeah. Oh, you you need to see the trailer. It's yeah. pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. When the weather's nice, I like to go to concerts too. I, I like to listen to music and and do that. So that's that's fun too. But what were some of the favorite concerts this past season? Ooh. So we took Abel to his very first concert. And uh, so all four of us went together to see the Flaming Lips over the summer. Really? Yeah. Um, Speaking of bands that have been around for a long, long time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, Like they were super popular when Jason and I were in college. I already have tickets to see Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Because I'm stoked about that. And also because Liz Fair is going to be there. And Garbage, the last time I saw Alanis was with Garbage. So I'm going to have like high school. And that had to be mid 90s there. Yes. For sure. Um, All the 40 year old moms are like losing their minds about this concert. I can't wait. I know. It's it's going to be fun. So, um, and Pearl Jam is my all time favorite band. I will fight for the death. And so they don't come around much. They don't. I think the closest they're doing like in Ohio 
Ohio stop maybe or like a Nashville, Tennessee spot. So their album comes out next month and I'm stoked about it. So I got a quick Pearl Jam uh, story for you. Can't wait. So I never saw them or anything like that, but I was working in radio in high school and there was this older dude in college and he was like, yeah, I'm going down to this podunk place in Indianapolis to see. They're called the Smashing Pumpkins, Pearl Jam and some other band. And I was like, that sounds crazy because this was, (laughs) this is the height of the hair band. Pumpkins, you say? Smashing Pumpkins, that's (laughs) weird. Two years later, all I'm listening to is Smashing Pumpkins and Pearl Jam, but uh, I did not know it at that point no, in my life. So. No. Yeah, Pearl Jam went my in between my junior and senior year of college, they went on a tour that covered a lot of the Midwest. And so uh, my good friend at the time, he and I, um, it was so crazy. I worked at Blondie's Cookies in the mall at that time. And so we bought tickets and we went to like Pittsburgh and then I would come home and work a day. And then we went up to Chicago and then I'd come back and work a day. <laughs> but we toured with that. Like I saw them like six times in a row and it was the best summer of my life outside of, you know, getting married and birthing children later well, on. Well, yeah, all those, all those things. <laughs> Milestones. What is something you wish you had known when you first started? It's taken me a long time to get to the point right now. I don't care about what other people think about me. Mm -hmm. Um, And it took me a long time to get to that point because I think, again, here's the feminist coming out in me, but we're all ingrained from an early age that, A, we need to judge the people that we meet and interact with. And then in turn, they're going to judge us right back. And that word is real harsh. Like, I think we need to be more lenient and ask people questions so that we know what their identity is and what they want to be known for instead of us just making those assumptions. Mm -hmm. And so it's taken me a really long time to get to that point where I can see if someone is judging me and I will just be like, ah, you're not living my life. Like, <laughs> you know this much about my entire big picture. And so I, I just don't care about that. And I wish like, that's a hard lesson that I'm trying to get my boys to learn because I think that's just how culture is in, in the U.S. right now. And, and so I want them to, to understand that it's really not that big a deal in the long run. I feel like mm, middle school Courtney could have really needed that lesson. Lesson. And so I hope by the time that the Jarrett bros are in middle school that they care a little less about every other person in their lives <laughs> and what they think. <laughs> no, I think that's a lesson we all probably need to learn. Oh, Junior high, all of us could, could, could so use that. Hard too. It is tough. And- yeah. Now it's time for the lightning round where we ask quick questions for quick answers. So number one, what's your most favorite recent concert you've been to? So last summer we went, just my husband and I, which was like mind blowing as it is, right? Um, To go anywhere without our children. Mm -hmm. One of his favorite bands, Guided by Voices, is the concert that Jason and I went to go see in June last year. Where at? In Cincinnati. So it was really fun. We did a whole weekend where we went down and we went to the show. The Cubs were in town and we're big Cubs fans. And so we got, it was the hottest day in America. <laughs> Every time you go to a bas- baseball game, it is like the hottest day ever. Seriously. And there's really like not enough good shade in Cincinnati. So that was really fun. Guided by Voices has been a band for a long, long time. And Jason has wanted to see them. And we have tried a couple times before this. And like the year before we tried to go and our car, the engine just seized up and died on oh, the no. way to the show. <laughs> so first of all, they produce like an album like every other month. So they've got so many records and that's really cool. But they also break up and get together a lot. And so the (laughs) very volatile. Yeah. And so Jason tried to go see them 
a, another time before and they broke up the day before. Oh my. And so I was like, this is the apocalypse though, right? Like if we try and go, the world's going to end. But no, it was in this like cave looking venue and it was packed to the gills and it was June. So everyone was sweating to death and it was just a really good time. <laughs> Are you an early bird or a night owl? Okay. So I am one of those. Um, and this is one of those Facebook memes, but like permanently exhausted pigeons. So I am not good at 8 a.m., nor am I good past 9 p.m. Um, <laughs> there's like a sweet spot in the middle of the day, probably right now. I feel you. I, I am the same way. Yeah. Two o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. I have hit my stride. Because <laughs> when people try and talk to me at like 8 a.m., it's like, no, I drove my car here and I made sure my children got into the door of their school and I need a good another hour after this before I'm human. <laughs> oh my goodness. We are the same person. Yes. Uh, Matt tried to talk to me this morning. He's like, good morning. I'm like, why are you talking to me? I'm yeah. still in my bathrobe. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was Friday. I was at a big meeting on campus and I had several people say hi to me. And I was like, I just waved my Diet Coke in the air at them like, hey, I who? What? No. <laughs> What's your favorite book? I... I'm a really avid reader and a fast reader. And so I, anytime I'm sitting with breaks, I can just pull up. I like to read on my phone and use like the Libby app from the library and just mm -hmm. read all the time. My favorite book of all time is Jane Eyre. And I, I just read that in high school and it just really resonated with me. I really like murder mystery kind of things. I know Angie and I have my favorite murder in oh, yes. common. Absolutely. Yes. So I read a lot of murder mystery kind of things like Janet Ivanovich is is great because hers are really funny like I'll be reading and just laugh out loud and people are like what is she doing um, <laughs> but like J.D. Robb and and other authors that do that kind of stuff I think that's fun and that's the kind of TV that I watch that put me on some you know national list or something oh <laughs> I'm, I'm like, sure Ur. I'm on a list somewhere <laughs> yeah. have you ever met anyone famous other than Gloria yeah well, I know you've Gloria, met Gloria. Like, mm. I mean that's pretty pretty big so when I was in college and I was doing the public history thing uh i worked for a summer for jim davis uh at pause mm -hmm. which Sweet. was fun yeah. Cool, yeah we set up his archive he didn't have anything archived and he had like cartoon strips everywhere oh, I imagine. Like, yeah. everywhere and like cool memorabilia and stuff from like all different countries and things so that was really cool and it was fun to work out there when when he had that set up What's your guilty pleasure? Some of that uh, TV, movie, podcast, book stuff that I take in because I'm sure. So it's not the truffles from Queer Chocolate Deer? Oh, man. Oh, those no. are delicious, <laughs> right. though. So what not about? even the truffles, but Morgan Roddy, your scones are the best thing on the face of this planet. <laughs> Serious. Like oh, I'll have to try that. She made like these cinnamon sugar coated ones for the Gloria Day. Oh. And I was like, can I just take this entire plate with me? <laughs> Please. Um, and we have a Muncie Feminist Book Club and uh, we were going to meet there last month. And I said, I will place an order of scones now, please. What is your favorite movie? Gosh, I like a lot I know, you of like, movies. You like going to the movies. I like a lot of movies. Roman Holiday is probably my all-time favorite movie, followed closely by Tommy Boy. I love Tommy <laughs> You're Boy. You're the second person. Didn't we just Tom. talk to somebody yes. about Tommy Boy? I oh, love it. That's my, I love man. that one, too. Such a good one. Um, but I'm a big fan of like anything Marvel and superheroes. Like I'm really into Captain Marvel and uh, and Wonder Woman. I, I think all of that stuff is great. So yeah, it's hard. But Roman Holiday is just such a timeless like amazing film and if I'm down in the dumps all I have to do is turn on Tommy Boy and it's like mm, depression what's that nope hilarious comedy yes what's your hidden talent 
the amount of times I use the F word in a day. Well, there you go. Well, that is your talent. That is a talent, I'll tell you. She's dropping F-bombs. Boom. All over the place. Do you sing in the shower? I do not. I'm a horrible singer. (laughs) I do sing in the car, though. Car singing is the best singing. And my children hate it, but I don't care. Like, Pearl Jam comes on the radio. It's time to go. Zuzu so, hates it too. And I'm like, yeah. listen here, girl. I went to school for, for music. So I'm going to sing in this car. And she's like, stop singing that. Yeah. So Put whatever. your headphones on, kids. Yes. This is mama's Block car. <laughs> Star Wars or Star Trek? Both, to be honest with you. And I know that's what? a very unpopular opinion. <laughs> Maybe that's my guilty pleasure. Definitely, I have interacted more with Star Wars than Star Trek. I would definitely not consider myself a Trekkie because if we went to a trivia night, I would totally lose. But I have enjoyed like some of the recent Star Trek movies. I think Chris Pine is just an amazing dude. So I really enjoyed those films. The Jarrett Bros are real into Star Wars. So we have watched all of those movies over and over again. So yeah, so many, so much. (laughs) <laughs> All right. What's your most used emoji on your phone? What do you use the most? It's either the upside down smiley face or the one where it looks like the sideways laughing till you're crying. Whatever okay. that one is. Yeah. Because yep. I like to laugh. So it's either super happy or sad. Yeah. Well, and not <laughs> sad, but just like, the can you believe this is ha- like with the upside down smiley face? I'm just that's my can you believe that I just sent you this? Like, can you believe this is happening in my life right now? Uh-huh. OK. Awesome. Yeah. You're, I think you're the first one to say that that emoji yeah. upside down smiley face. I think that's cool. But I always like to laugh. And so usually if people are texting me things, it's really ridiculous. And so that's like my my go to. It's not LOL. It's like, yes, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But, so yeah. to clarify this emoji, this is a happy face, but it's been turned on its head. No, so it's like the smiling emoji, but the entire emoji is upside down. Yeah, so, so it's been turned on. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because so I like, was thinking sad face. Right. Not, but it's not. It's no. happy face just on its head. Yeah. <laughs> like your world is on, like Has what's happening to down. you right now is in the upside down. Like why? Gotcha. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, Matt Howell does not use that. Emoji well, and I, I mean, <laughs> well, like you said, it was a first person. I know. Let's contact the people that created emojis and be like, is that what you meant? Because that's how Courtney Jarrett is using it. So yeah. I don't I've know. watched the emoji movie multiple times <laughs> yeah. because I had a five year old at the time Who that loved that. Love All right. that. And that's a terrible movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's to watch it once. But did I've they watched have the upside times. down guy? I you don't know, think I can't the remember. upside down guy was in Yeah, because that would have been weird, I think. But. Yeah, Yeah, I use that one a lot. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thanks for having me. It was great. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. We're also sponsored by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Find out more at LuckyTats.com. You know, when it comes to Lucky Rabbit Tattoos, they are known for their quality. They are, yes, and their artistry and taking pride in their work. And they want you to know that you want to be sure that when you're getting ready to invest in a piece, whether it be tattoo or body piercing or whatever, that you're spending your money wisely. So you want to make sure that you're getting good people to do good work, uh, high quality jewelry, because if you spend your money wisely and you invest in good quality pieces and good quality artists, then you're not going to have to spend more money later just to fix it because somebody screwed it up exactly cheap tattoos not cool not cool you don't want that so make sure whoever you're when you're picking 
who's going to do work on your body that's going to last forever, that you're making an investment and you're not just going uh, with the lowest price, but somebody who's really going to do a good job, make sure that you're investing your money wisely. And definitely the professionals at Lucky Rabbit Tattoo will take care of you. Absolutely. Find out more at luckytats.com. happened again didn't it what happened again someone came into the office (laughs) went right by you You? to me yes because i was the only man in the room yeah and acted like i was not even there (laughs) now this person knows me has known us and are friends of the company for several years now and has to realize that your name's on the check yeah yeah (laughs) my name's on the check I have the plaque that says boss lady, but this man walked right by me with two other big wigs that he wanted to introduce us to. Well, introduce you to. Yes. <laughs> Not me, because I was shop liver. And I just sat there with like, huh. <laughs> now, didn't you like it this time? I, I did introduce you yes. as the owner of the company. You did. The one that signs our checks. I work for you. Yes. You made a bit. You were very gracious in that. You made a big deal. You introduced these other big wigs to me, the owner of the business, and all that good stuff. So thank you, husband, for doing that. But It just kills me. It happens all the time. Happens (laughs) a few times. We've had uh, a delivery people walk right past you. Yes. Give me the package. And What's something else people have done before, though? Well, they ask for the male business owner. Like, can I speak to the business owner? And then I say, it's me. And they're like, oh, I was thinking more like the male business owner. I've had that. Now, this is not only uh, in business. No. This is head of household. In life, head of household, which I think is slightly outdated as in today's society because a lot of us are feel like we are in equal partnerships, like me and you, like we're equal. But when filing our taxes, my tax preparer always puts you as the first one and I'm the second one, always. Like, okay, fine, I'll give you that. Why give me that? I don't know. This is just how it's been forever. It's the patriarchy, <laughs> man. It's the patriarchy, even in little things like that. So you are such a feminist. I am a feminist. I know. So um, you're like Courtney Jarrett. I know. That's why we're talking about <laughs> all of this episode. I plan things. Come on. Uh, but so even our insurance, like our healthcare insurance, we it's convoluted and whatever. We buy our private insurance. It's under your name. When they say who is the primary holder of the insurance, it's, it's under me. you. Now My I social. Your social, your name, he is, you are the insured and we are the dependents. And you own the company. And I own the company. (laughs) I'm the one who shopped for this insurance. I compared all the plans. I signed the checks to pay for the insurance. I do all of that stuff. I am the one who knows which of our doctors are covered and which ones aren't. Like, I know all of the stuff. But if I call, I have to give everybody your information because you are the, like, primary insured person. (laughs) And it just makes me so mad. Like, come on. Why... Why does it have to be like that? Because our rates would go up if your name was on it. Probably. I know. My <laughs> my uterus would preclude me from making good decisions and weighing the cost and benefits and all that kind of stuff. It just gets me riled up. And I'm sorry <laughs> that it does. It's, it's 2020. Just let me call and talk about the insurance without having to give my husband's name or whatever. It's just frustrating. Now, I do have to give credit to one of my clients did come in last week to bring a check mm-hmm. and... He gave it to me and said, I'm going to talk to the important person and give the important person in the boss lady the check. And I want to say, you are now my most favorite client (laughs) because he came straight to me. He talked right to me. He gave me the check. Now, was this a brand new client who didn't know any better? No. No, they knew you. (laughs) They they, they know better. (laughs) 
They probably listen to this program they and might. heard you talking they about probably, this probably. Well, good. The only way to affect change is to talk about it and to bring things to light. So while it may seem like I'm being petty because people don't talk to me like I own this business or whatever, it may be that I'm petty because you are the primary insured. It is helpful to talk about it and bring it to light so we can all change it together. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or want to share something with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Also, join the conversation in our Facebook group. Just search Gone Boss and hang out with us. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoo. Find out more about them at LuckyTats.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has Gone Gone Boss. Boss.